Who are the top 12 Dynasty tight ends? We're talking all more on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We're free and available on all Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? Things are good. I am in my hotel room here, <laughs> so people can see in Indianapolis. You, you've been busy. <laughs> I have been busy. I've been on the air four hours a week or four hours a day. Um, we have not yet seen on the air drills, but you'll notice I got my Steeler gear on. And I got my uh, my handy dandy media pass still. Forgot to take it off before we hit record. So it, it, a lot of buzz here. Hoping to see you soon. Hoping to see some drills soon. Radio Rose been a blast. Good stuff. Yeah, scheduling these podcasts has been a challenge this week. Yeah, it's my fault. A, a peek behind the curtains, as you always like to say. Uh, <laughs> you're in Indianapolis right now. It is Wednesday afternoon. Uh, I'll be there tomorrow. Can't wait to uh, hang out, get a good look yeah. at these rookies, and and learn a little bit more about this class. Um, you've been there. Like you said, we haven't seen the offensive guys really at all yet, uh, other than the – I don't know if you saw – uh, Bryce Young at all, but there was a, a video or a picture of him walking through the uh, the convention center there, and oh, okay. yeah, he's, he's he's short, man. He's, he's short. still Let's, short, huh? He's, he's still short. Four. Yeah, um, <laughs> that has not changed. Not, but I did not. Just, but I passed a herd of tight ends on my way here, uh, including Mr. Kincaid that we're going to talk about today. So I walked oh, right past are, him about ten minutes ago. Tight ends are the are the theme of the day. Then we're going to look at the top twelve dynasty tight ends from our uh, February ADP. We are going to uh, talk, as you said, about Dalton Kincaid. But what what are kind of the first impressions of the combine? I know you've been going for years and years. You've been mm-hmm. lucky to do that to to cover the Steelers and and probably years before that, honestly. But uh, it's kind of old hat for you, but it's also different every year. So it what, is. What's what's going on this year that we need to know about? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, today, as you said, was Wednesday. The big news, of course, was Jalen Carter. I mean, the huge news. I know that's not very dynasty relevant, but I guess he was getting ready to walk up. The D tackles were going onto the podium and somebody grabbed him and said, sir, we're going to, you're not going to the podium. You know, so who knows how that affects the top of the draft? I mean, uh, a lot still needs to be worked out, but that's what everyone's been talking about today. I was fortunate enough to have two wonderful meals paid for me the last two nights. That was great. Thanks, Steelers. And yay, that was wonderful. Um, (laughs) Going out after that, the bars have been fun. Everybody's hopping. A lot of NFL people. um, See people you know left and right. But Carter, I would say, is certainly the news so far. Yeah, yeah. Tough tough situation there. Very unfortunate situation in so many ways. Um, you said it's not really dynasty relevant. Obviously, it is IDP relevant, but it's also right. uh, it's it's relevant to the Chicago Bears because their their thought process had to be we can trade down, maybe even trade down multiple times and still land Will Anderson or still land Jalen Carter. And mm-hmm. we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here, but that time times are changing. What happened? Right. Yeah, what happened today could certainly. Uh, play play a role there and have an impact there. So uh, there will be 
definitely more news to come. Uh, Matt and I, after today's episode, we'll be back with you next Tuesday as normal. And uh, yeah, we'll be I talking. Think my life all is normal about... again after that, so it won't be so disheveled. <laughs> I hope so. Things things slow down a little <laughs> bit for you, but um, yeah, we'll have we'll have much more about the combine, uh, especially about those offensive rookies. Uh, and anything else we hear going around Indianapolis. Matt, let's talk about these top 12 dynasty tight ends here. Right. Uh, and again, no rookies in this group, although uh, Michael Mayer and Dalton Kincaid are both pretty close. Uh, top 12 dynasty tight ends, tight end one, Kyle Pitts. I know you have already said he is your tight end one as well. The top yeah. three guys, I would say, form a, a tier of their own here. Kyle Pitts, 20 overall. Mark Andrews, 28 overall and Travis Kelsey, 30 overall. So those are your top three. Uh, I know you like Pitts at the top. Do you do you agree with the order in general? Yes, but I don't feel super strong about it, and I don't know that I would invest in these guys at their current cost. Andrews yeah. versus Kelsey is interesting to me. I mean, who's the Ravens quarterback? They have a new offensive coordinator. Will it be as tight end-centric of a passing game? I almost think it can't be, and he's – not as talented as Kelsey or Pitts. I mean, he's a really good player, but I, I don't think he's a transcendent talent. I think opportunity is his best friend, and I think that might decline. So the ADP, as I said, the ADP suggests that there are three tight ends in the top tier. We have a pretty big gap of about a round and a half between Travis Kelsey and tight end four, TJ Hawkinson. Personally, I think Hawkinson should be in that top tier do you? Uh, and maybe he's a conversation with Travis Kelsey or with Mark Andrews. I'm actually in a uh, dispersal auction going on right now. It is, it, it's in a tight end premium league. Andrews, Kelsey and Hawkinson were all available. And I went for Hawkinson and, and got him. That, that was my guy out of those three. I like so it. I mean, what, what do you, what do you think about Hawk? Is, is he in that group for you or, or do you agree more with what the ADP shows here? He would be fourth, uh, so maybe I would have him higher than 48th overall. Maybe he would be closer to 30. I loved him coming out of school. I mean, I think he's a first-round talent all day long. The Vikings clearly had a plan for him. I don't know that – I mean, I think he's going to be the number two receiver on the Vikings. That by itself has an awful lot of value. He has enough big playability. Um, He's in a perfect spot for him, so – He's four, but I think he would be closer to three than five. Five and six are very close. I like this next guy, though. I like this next guy a lot. Yeah, yeah. Five and six are close to each other. George Kittle is the tight end five. 59 overall, Dallas Goddard. Tight end six, 63 overall. And then we see a large gap. In fact, a two-round gap. Uh, before we get to the next uh, tight end on the list. So those top six are pretty clearly the top six guys right now. Again, that was Pitts, Andrews, Kelsey, Hawkinson, Kittle, and Goddard. And I like some of the names that we'll get to here later on the list, but I don't think you can argue that those guys are the top six right now. Agreed. I mentioned Kittle that I like him. I mean, I think he's a tremendous player that has been – uh, there's a lot of mouths there to feed, but the Brock Purdy Kittle usage is a stark difference than what it was before. And I think Purdy's going to be the yeah. quarterback there. Yeah, that's as we've said, that's going to be one of the storylines to watch of the entire offseason. And uh-huh. we'll be talking about that much, much more. Tight end seven. I, re- I mentioned that big gap, and it is there from 
63 was Goddard's ADP. Pat Fryermuth, tight end seven. His ADP is 87, way down the list uh, compared to the others. David Njoku, pretty close behind him, 91 overall. Evan Ingram, not far behind him at 94 overall. So that's your next tier, Fryermuth, Njoku, and Ingram. And, and in cor- of course, the story here is that Njoku and Ingram were both uh, former first-round NFL draft picks, former uh, I believe they were both first round dynasty rookie picks uh, mm. in, in their year. Um, and they've been disappointments really throughout their career up until this past season, both kind of had uh, kind of had breakout years. They've both been just fine, but really took that next step in 2022. And obviously we hope that continues. Yeah. And I do think there's a good chance Ingram returns to Jacksonville and I'm with you. And the, the Browns gave the Joku pretty big money and I thought it yeah. was a breakout season for him. And our last three guys on the list are also uh, in uh, in the same tier. D- uh, Darren Waller, tight end ten, big fall for him this uh, this past season after uh, battling some injuries, missing a lot of time. He's the tight end ten, one hundred eight overall is his ADP. Tight end eleven, Dalton Schultz, one ten, and Greg Dulcich, the rookie tight end from last season, who impressed and surprised is 113 overall. He's tight end 12. So those are your top 12 guys. Uh, Michael Mayer, who we talked about on yesterday's episode, is right behind that. He is the tight end 13 overall. Uh, and, and then Chico Conquo is tight end 14. He's certainly mm. gaining some Sorry. value. I kind of feel like, I know Dalton Schultz has had definitely had some good years, but I almost feel like He's too high on this list, considering we think he's probably leaving the Cowboys. I think right. that that uh, team situation is, has boosted his production and value. I don't know if he's in, in the top 12 tight ends for me. I never loved him. I've gotten a lot of heat for being tough on him, and I've probably been too tough on him because I think he's a very ordinary player that was in a good situation, saw a lot of single coverage. So he's not for me. I don't own him anywhere. I do think Waller could change teams too. And whether it's justified or not, his value almost will certainly get a spike if he leaves town. Yeah, very true. Waller has, uh, his name has come up in some trade talks, uh, even with the Green Bay Packers who were interested in him reportedly uh, last off season. So we'll see, uh, we'll see where that goes. And I I really think after those top six, uh, the tight end landscape is wide open. We yeah. could definitely see Michael Mayer, uh, the guy we're going to talk about, Dalton Kincaid, maybe even some of these other rookie tight ends or second-year tight ends creep up into this tight end one range. That would not surprise me at all. Matt, when we come back, we're going to continue the tight end conversation and focus on Dalton Kincaid in today's rookie preview. Everyone, the midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is just the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if, if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, unbelievably super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. I mean, you can build your favorite bets of the week for – uh, spread, money line, totals, of course, player points, pr- player props, rebounds, assists, and so many more exclusive bets like the like the three, the two by three, two three pointers scored in the first three minutes. So they have all kinds of creative ways to bet these games. Um, plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance for a bigger payout with the same game parlay. 
So don't miss your chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. It's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Matt, let's talk about Dalton Kincaid, the tight end from Utah, uh, senior tight end, six foot four, 240 pounds. He is 23 years old, played five seasons of college football. Uh, he was he was a zero-star recruit, Matt. We've talked about so many five-stars, including Michael Mayer yesterday and, and many of the other players we've talked about as four- or five-star guys. Dalton Kincaid was unranked coming out of high school, and at least part of that was due to the fact that he was really a basketball player. He focused on uh, basketball in high school, and you know we've heard this story before of tight ends making the transition from basketball to football, and uh, in in many time or in many instances, it's worked out pretty well for them and for us fantasy players. Uh, Kincaid started his college career at San Diego State uh, and transferred to Utah for the final three seasons. Although that first year really barely played, that was 2020. Uh, Utah did not play many games, and Kincaid only played one, caught one pass. But then his junior, his, his I guess redshirt junior season, technically 2021 really burst onto the scene. 36 catches, 510 yards, eight touchdowns. That touchdown number is the important one there. Uh, His senior season this past year uh, repeated those eight touchdowns, but led the nation with 70 receptions among tight ends and 890 yards. Both of those numbers led all tight ends in the country. So really impressive production from Dalton Kincaid. Matt, I know you kind of hinted at this already that Michael Mayer's good. He's definitely a good Mm -hmm. football player. But when we're talking dynasty, when we're talking fantasy, maybe Dalton Kincaid is the guy we should really be focusing on. Well, I have, we haven't mentioned the name Musgrave. And, uh, I, you know, I'm not mm. a hot take kind of guy. I think if we talk a week from now, people are going to start start talking about Musgrave in the top 10 and that, that, that tight end list we talked about overall. I mean, I think he's going to be the tight end star of the combine. Are you? Are you talking top 10 in dynasty or top 10 NFL draft pick or both? Top, top, uh, no, I, I was talking to the top 10 tight end list we did earlier in the show. Okay, gotcha. He could go past a Waller or a Schultz, those type of dudes, because I think he's going to run like a 455 at 265 pounds. But that's not who we're talking about. But I also prefer Kincaid to Mayer for fantasy, and he's a certain type of tight end. You know, we mentioned Evan Ingram. I think that's the best comparison I can have for this guy. Yep. But probably more of a natural receiver, you know, in terms of setting up routes, catching the football away from his body, soft hands, those type of things. Yeah, probably not quite as fast as Ingram would be, yeah, I true, guess. True. Um, but yeah, I, flat. yeah, but I, I, I've seen the same things uh, in, in what I've gotten to see from uh, from Dalton Kincaid. As I, I mentioned, the production already, the former basketball player, a smooth athlete. Uh, really explosive off, off that line and has great hands, great mm-hmm. hands um, as a, uh, you know, I mean, he's basically a receiver. We say this about, uh, about multiple tight ends every year. He's not really a tight end. He's a receiver. Um, but that's, Hey, that's good news for us we when are. we're trying to find uh, players that are going to make an impact in dynasty and in fantasy. It Matt, when we come that. back, yep. yeah. When we come back, we'll talk about some weaknesses 
to Dalton Kincaid's game if we can find any, and also his dynasty value. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NFL Draft. Damian Parson and Keith Sanchez provide in-depth coverage to, uh, of the biggest NFL draft prospects with deep dives into the sleepers and hidden gems that can change your favorite NFL franchise. Find Locked On NFL Draft wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Matt, when you look at Dalton Kincaid from an NFL draft standpoint, uh, grinding the mocks has that average draft position at 34. So, of course, we're talking about the early second round there. He is the tight end two behind Michael Mayer based on their data. I wouldn't be surprised at all if he was a first round pick and if he was chosen ahead of Michael Mayer. I don't think either of those should be uh, surprising outcomes. What about you? No, I don't either. And I think a lot of it's just – what do you want from the position? I mean, Mayer is an right. inline old school blocking, do it all tough guy, dragging tacklers type where Kincaid's a route runner in a, in a, a ball catcher. And yeah, he'll block a little, but that's not why you're having him out there. He'll be in the slot a lot. So it's probably in the eye of the beholder. Green Bay's up in once one of the two, I could see them going either direction or the Bengals or whomever. But I mean, it, I don't think it's crazy at all to say Mayer is the first, second, or third tight end off the board. Same with Kincaid. Yeah, we talked about a lot of those possible landing spots uh, yesterday with that Michael Mayer conversation. And for the most part, I I think they all still fit, still make a lot of sense. Green Bay at 15, uh, Detroit at 18, um, Washington at 16. Mm -hmm. They all need help at the position. Chargers potentially. Uh, Jacksonville potentially. We we know that's kind of hinging on Evan Ingram. Uh, Dallas at 27, Cincinnati at 29. Uh, all of those are options, and basically all of those would be nice landing spots for either Kincaid, Mayer, or uh, your guy Musgrave. Any of those tight ends in those uh, spots would be uh, beneficial from a fantasy standpoint. No, you're 100% right. And I'm sure there's some nice spots to begin in the second round too. Yeah. Any any weaknesses to, um, to Dalton? Kincaid's game anything that really worries you I mean it's not a weakness but you I use the Evan Ingram comparison you said maybe not as fast and I think you're 100% right because I don't know that he's going to be a four or five or lower guy or break long plays like Ingram is still capable of doing that you hit him over the middle miss the tackle he could take it to the house I don't know that he'll be a, a long you know 60 70 yard game guy He's not much of a blocker. He's a certain type, of course, but everyone knows that going in, and we don't care about that for fantasy. Right, right. Yeah, it's hard to find weaknesses. I mean, I guess if you're an ageist, maybe you're a little concerned about Dalton Kincaid. He is already uh, 23 years old, as I mentioned earlier, played five years of college football, so I mean, that's we're we're really nitpicking here Mm -hmm. to find some negatives about Kincaid. He's a He's a rock solid uh, player and really impressive, especially these past two years at Utah. Real quick, uh, I don't think this is a negative, but I think it's noteworthy. Is we know tight ends, Ingram, you know, guys like that that we just talked mm-hmm. about, Najoku, take a while to break out often at the NFL level. 
Yeah. Like he's a late, he's a late bloomer at a late blooming position. You know, I mean, he wasn't recruited hardly at all. New to right. you know, the basketball guy. First year he catches one pass. I don't think that's good or bad. I'm just saying it's a fact. Yeah, it's it's certainly something to to consider in the uh, in the overall profile for Kincaid. Looking at his dynasty value currently, his DLF rookie ranking is 22 overall. He is the tight end two. Uh, he's also the tight end two in both sets of rookie ADP. In our one quarterback ADP, he is 20th overall. So that mid uh, mid range of the uh, second round, and in super flex ADP down to 22 uh, later there in the part in the later part of the second round. I, I think I think that value probably goes up, and that ADP probably goes up the closer we get to the NFL draft, and certainly by the time we're actually drafting. And these this data that we're looking at, and even rankings that we're looking at, is not based on tight end premium league. So those okay. are, are kind of becoming more and more uh, typical out there. If you're in the tight end premium league, obviously you're bumping up uh, Dalton Kincaid, Musgrave, everybody else, uh, Mayor, everybody else that we're talking about. They're they're getting a little bump in that rookie draft and and rankings as well. Yeah, I would gladly give the 20th overall rookie pick for this player right to second. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Um, Matt, we got a couple more minutes here as we wrap up the show and and let you get back to all the festivities in Indy. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to get to see you tomorrow, but what are you really, other than that, of course, what are you really looking Uh, forward to? Which players are you looking forward to uh, most hmm. to seeing uh, this week? I mean, I guess to stick with the theme – I'm so enamored with this tight end class. I mean, the big guy from Georgia, I was watching Schoonmaker from Michigan. There's so many guys in between. I mean, you you look at like Daniel Jeremiah's top 50, they have six or seven tight ends in there. I mean, I think there could be 12 of them going in the top five rounds and not every team's going to be in the tight end market. And I think it's a good running back class. I'm very worried about the quarterback class. I'm not enamored at all with the receiver class. But I think the tight end class is going to be the steal the show from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, I mean, we've had those classes over the years that have really impacted the the specific positions for years to come, right? I mean, 2014 mm-hmm. changed the wide receiver position. 2017 changed the running back position. And while maybe it's not quite as exciting compared to those, we know we know for sure that this tight end position needs an overhaul from a from a dynasty and fantasy standpoint. It needs some new blood injected, new life injected. And uh, maybe maybe this recruiting class or uh, this rookie class, I should say, is the one to do it. So I, I think uh, I, I totally agree with you. I can't wait to see some of these tight ends mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. Uh, I'm interested that you said you're a little worried about that quarterback class. We'll find out mm-hmm. uh, more about them as they uh, as they measure in, as they throw. Uh, we'll see how tall Bryce Young is, how fast uh, Anthony Richardson is, and uh, you know that the hype will grow from there. That will do it for today's show, though. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the Locked On Dynasty channel on YouTube, and remember to follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.